Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. Dad, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Prove everything with my punch, kick, whatever it comes. Giga Ninja Chikaze! Cater trying to finish the ball. Cater landed a busted ball. These featherweights are in big trouble. I want to put this shit all together. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I don't know why I'm holding the mic like this. Like, I think I'm a fucking rock singer belting it out. Um, you look like a rock star. Oh, come on, Matt. You're making me shy. You're growing your hair out, Jimmy. Like a little- it's coming off tonight, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not judging it. I like it. I, I'm jealous. You got your little- oh, I know. I hate you it. Like a, you know what a chia pet is? <laughs> I'm only fucking around. <laughs> anyway. Good show today. We have uh, yeah Calvin Cater who will be on in just a moment. He's in the waiting room already. Uh, we haven't. T- I can't believe we haven't talked to him in a year. Um, and also uh, Giga Chikadze, the other half of the headline uh, main event, is uh, is joining us a little bit after. But when they said I read January twenty twenty one, and I'm like, oh yeah, we did just have him on. And then I'm like, oh, that's a year ago. We're in twenty twenty two. You know, it was kind of like the blip. You know what the blip is in Marvel Endgame when no. The snap when they when everybody lost like five years whatever it is it's kind of like that with the whole pandemic thing i don't know what that is well in the marvel movie i mean thanos did that snap and half of everyone in the universe disappeared oh. and then iron man did the classic tony stark did the classic in the end game i am iron man and he did a snap brought them all back but it's like oh. they lost that time good news though I'm so happy that was happening. I like the song, Iron Man. Yeah? Yeah. Well, listen, that has nothing to do with anything. All I know is there's fights this weekend, and we got the main event. Yep. Both. Yeah, we do. Both fighters on today. Yeah. Calvin has not fought, uh, I, I guess, in a year. Let's bring Calvin Cater on. It's been a long time since he, uh, I'm assuming we talked to him. Again, my memory is so bad before his last fight. What's up, Calvin, man? We haven't we haven't talked to you, man, in a long time, like a year. Been a while, man. How you guys been? All right? Yeah, doing good. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year. I, I just told Matt, 
that I saw your name that was on today's show. I'm like, oh yeah, we talked to him not long. I can't believe it's been a year since you've been on, man. I lose track of time as I get older. Time flies, man. It's crazy. Hey, um, and now is there a reason it's been a year since you fought? Was there, uh, did you have an injury or were you just taking some time to recover or was what was what was going on? The first six months was just kind of our game plan. You know, I think we were suspended six months anyway, but we were, we were kind of eyeing around coming back a little bit after that. And um, and then after that was kind of just timing. And uh, pe- oh, sorry, Matt, people gave your coach, uh, they said nah, he should have stopped it. But you were saying that it would have been you, you would have given him a lot of shit. And he a lot of guys, they know their fighters and you know your relationship with him. And you he made the right move by not stopping it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, man, I mean, I wouldn't I, I say I would have gave him shit at the end of the day, man. Um, I put him in that position for a reason. What he sees, uh, you know, and, and um, you know, I, I live and die by. But regardless, I, I felt like the whole time I was trying to look for, you know, shots. It's just Max did a great job that day and credit to him. No. What no? It's one of those things where, dude, I don't want that fucking. I used to fight, so I don't want that cliche of, "Hey, what did you learn from it?" I know you want to smack yeah. me. I'm not saying that shit. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying immediately afterwards, like, how are we feeling? Because some of it, some everybody's making that case where I was there live, and I don't, I don't know, man. You were still. It, it felt like you. It was a game of catch up at a point where you were still in it. You were still throwing back, but it was just you know. Off by a hair, then he's on. He was on point. And yeah. how did it feel afterwards in, in the locker room? Was it a totally – do you chalk it up as a fuck? I had I just an off fucking night, like an off day of sparring. Or is it let's just go re, re, uh, reinvent ourselves type shit? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it's, it's worth reinventing. I think a lot of the things are just like little – it's just tinkering with it. You know, little adjustments, man. I thought he did a great job with that, but – uh, sometimes you know the greats can make little adjustments magnified on fight night, you know, and make it look um, you know as big of a uh, just difference um, you know that it was in the fight. But no, I was looking for shots; it just wasn't happening. And uh, I used a reference even with the Zabit fight, where it was razor thin. I felt like, and there was no damage done in that fight. That shit hurt more, <laughs> you know. That shit hurt more, man. It's it, at the end of the day, Max proved it. He earned it. You know, I felt like with the Zabit, it was kind of like razor thin. It was kind of some bullshit, no damage. I had more left in the tank. You know, at that one, it was, uh, you know, whatever, man. Chalk it up. Didn't go my way. Um, look forward to round six with, with the champ, you know, uncrowned champ. And now you got Giga, who's looking. I mean, I'm not going to say he's under the radar because he's already taken out some big names, you know? He's the favorite. He's not on the radar. Yeah, apparently he's the favorite. So people are going to be questioning. The, the big question is how, I mean, th- this is what people are going to be asking. What does, Cal- how is Calvin Cater, how is he going to come back after that loss? Everybody wants to see how somebody comes back after they fell down. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's like, it's intriguing, you know? But I mean, you, you know, the, the casuals nowadays, man, they, it's all recency bias. You know, everyone's writing me off. That's that's what they do. That's what they did to Max when he was fighting me a little bit. He's 0-3. He loses this fight. You know, what do you think? What do you think he's going to be done? I'm like, you guys are crazy, man. He lost to Dustin Poirier for the interim belt. Lost to the Chambogan LC twice. Like, these aren't like, you know, they, they, it's just the storyline, the headlines, man. I know how it works. And, uh, you know, Saturday night, I get a chance to, to prove everyone everyone wrong, go out and get my hand raised and, and derail the hype train, you know? Do you pay attention to what's happening in the rest of the division? What do you think of uh, Max had to pull out and then um, uh, Chan Sung Jung gets this shot? And there were some complaints about that. Uh, but are you fine with that? Or do you think that they made, uh, do you think they should have done something else? Or do you think they made the right move? Well, I mean, it wasn't their first choice, you know? So anytime you duct tape, fix something, it's kind of, you got to take it with a grain of salt, I think. 
But, uh, you know, I give credit to the champ. I mean, even though whatever about the next opponent, he was willing to fight Max again. He didn't throw any shade at that. He's willing. He wants to fight the best competition. And Max was that. Uh, and, and now that he had to pull out, you know, you just from there, I mean, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, these guys throwing their name in the hats and they got fights coming up. It's a little crazy. You know, I'd hate to ruin anybody's plans. Do you think that you, you said something about recency bias, which was, I think, correct, too. And, and the fact that uh, Giga had such a good fight against uh, Edson and then you're taking a, a, but your loss. Uh, did, your stock didn't go down at all. I mean, it, everyone just said how tough you are and how even when you weren't winning the fight, you're always in the fight. It was like watching. We were talking about that uh, Nate Diaz having the same uh, quality recently. It's like uh, up until the last minute, you're still a danger. So do you think that is recency bias as to why they're kind of taking Giga uh, in this fight? Yeah, I, I would think a lot of that. Plus, I mean, credit to him going 7-0 and in the UFC. Um, not easy to do any way you cut it, but at the same time, I don't think he's really fought anybody um, like me in the UFC yet. Closest would be, you know, at the level would be Barboza. But even that, I think we're far different fighters, you know, and, and we present different problems. And that's what it's all about in this game is matchups. And, and um, you know, I think he's he's got uh, he's going to have his hands full on Saturday. And he called you out on social media, and it didn't seem like a, a, a disrespectful or an awful call out. But uh, did that annoy you at all? Or when someone calls you out, do you take it personally, or do you take it like, "Hey, uh, this guy knows that I, I bring a lot to the table, and you know he wants to fight the best." It just all depends about it. I'm pretty sure he called me out like right after the Max fight, so I think the timing could have been better. I think that's kind of a weird call out. <laughs> you know, I just don't really see it. But um, you know, now we get what he asked for, so let's see how he handles it. Yeah, he had to be on your radar, though, seeing what he's been doing, right? My radar is generally on the guys above me. You know, I try to you know, obviously fight the guys up. But, um, yeah, I'm aware of what, uh, you know, most of these guys are doing um, on their way up as well. You know, we got we got a good group of contenders, uh, you know, working up to that that upper echelon, upper, upper echelon of that next level, top five, top threes, you know, and, and just um, – you know, it was good to feel that level with Max and and, and get that experience, uh, even though it didn't work out the way we wanted. But um, I'm going to take a lot of those learning lessons into this one and to that next phase of guys. Yeah, your buddy, you know, talk about, you know, top contenders, you know, Rob Font, similar circumstance, you know. Where is he? There he is. Thank there God he is. I didn't say nothing bad. I would never <laughs> say anything bad about that stuff. <laughs> What's up, Rob? You should do a good thing. But, I mean – yeah, now, now it's now it's awkward. I'm asking you a question about your buddies right next to you. Hey, <laughs> hey man, watch what you no, say, bro. <laughs> it's not, but it's one of those things where is it is it like when you guys you're you're right there? It was a, it's a similar similar circumstance where when he had to fight Jose, I mean the experience. I mean, one you're walking away with a higher fight IQ, but shit, man, it's like it's just it's. It, it could be chalked up as, again, it's one of those things. This is what I noticed last time. And this goes for both of you guys. It's like, you were in those fights. It's not like you're in there going, oh, man, I'm outclassed. It's right. It's, it's more about just, you could chalk it up. And I've been there where it's like, man, I didn't have a good day at night in, in the office. I didn't have a good day of sparring. If I just did this, did that. Some days it just feels like that, doesn't it? I mean, we don't get the best of three series or best of five, sevens. You know, we get one night to go out there and handle business. And sometimes it doesn't always go the way you want. But like you said, we know we belong at this level, having competed 
those guys feeling it. And, um, you know, I think that's part of the recipe for success, man, is setbacks. It happens, you know, but it's how you deal with them. And when we fall, we fall forward in this group, you know. So uh, that's why we, are, we we try to find these big moment opportunities again, line them up. And I got another one with Giga. It takes, it takes uh, another guy to go out and do something worth um, – you know, worth watching going seven and no to, to make another big main event, big moment opportunity. And I have that one in front of me on Saturday and this time I'm going to go and capitalize. How do you handle time off? Like you said, six months was mandatory and then it took another six months before this fight's happening mentally. Like how long do you go before you start getting very, very antsy? Are you good at like knowing, Hey, I kind of need this break or do you start going very crazy fast? No, man, you think the max fight was tough. Try try having the 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 patience. That that patience fight is tough, man. But yeah. No, it's it's you really just gotta take the I try to take the positives with everything, man. Um, you know, what good is it if I can't pull positives from it? You know, you gotta go through it anyway. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of things that that I was able to take from that time off and, and just sit back, reevaluate, and um yeah, you just you just take the you just take the positives from everything, man. And um, there were definitely some in this last uh, year off that that helped me. You know, I was, I was a good teammate to Rob. He had he stayed real busy throughout that year and uh, picking up a lot, working with him, helping him get ready for his fights. And then ultimately just preparing myself for an eventual return because I knew it was going to happen. And uh, here we are. I have one almost a year to the date. Are you missing the golf courses? That goes for both of you guys. No, we, we scooped up a, a, a quick little par nine, uh, a par three uh, membership, nine holes. You just we try to get that in in the morning. It's quick, hour, hour and a half work the short game, you know. So it, it was good to us over the summer. Quick little one hour, hour and a half work the short game. And uh, it's a nice little yin and yang from the fighting, right? Get outside, get some fresh air. And uh, go realize how bad you suck at golf. <laughs> Do you find it relax? Like I, I, we might have talked about this last time, but like I find pool to be very frustrating because I suck at it. And golf, I would think, is the same way. They say it's this relaxing sport, but do you find it relaxing or do you get frustrated? Well, you just can't take it too serious, man. If you, if you, and that's it. Everything can't take yourself too serious. But yeah, when you just go out and have some fun, I didn't keep score for the longest time because I was just kind of bullshit with my buddies playing scramble, best ball type stuff, just having fun. But. Uh, but yeah, when, when you start getting the side bets going halfway through, it starts getting a little stressful. <laughs> what to you is the hardest part of golf? Like what is the most frustrating aspect of it? Uh, I, I think it's all the way my grandfather said, he goes, you drive for show and you putt for dough. That's where you make your money is the short game. So I like that we work the short game a lot in the par threes, but yeah, definitely just trying to finish. You got, it's all about finishing, right? I mean, you could chew up two fifty on your drive, but if you can't finish, uh, good luck. Can you watch golf? Like I've never been like, obviously Tiger Woods, everybody likes, but I've never been able to sit there and really watch golf. Yeah. Can, can you sit there and watch it? I mean, my patience has gotten a little better over the years, but I'll watch a couple holes, man. I won't, I'll be like, wow, that's incredible. But I can't watch from start to finish. My buddies do, but a lot of them do it just because they got some cash on the game. You know, they got a guy in the yeah. tour and up. And so of course you're going to watch that. That's you know, you watch anything when you got some money on it. But I, I I watch a little bit. If Tiger's playing, I'll watch. I'll watch if Tiger's playing, of course. But, um, yeah, not not the most exciting for me to watch. But uh, unless it's live. Live's kind of fun, man. Live, And I hear they're a great time. They're, they're kind of like those uh, – the racetracks, right? Like the, the big horse races, that same kind of clientele just – go out there and you'd be surprised how much they tear it up. It lies. Oh, I, I actually go into it yeah. and watch. Oh, okay. I, yeah. yeah. I haven't been to too many, but uh, I definitely want to, I want to kind of mix it up with them at some point when, when the weather's nicer. 
Shit, man. I'll tell you right now, the closest thing I'll do with that is watch Happy Gilmore if I ever want to get my yeah. <laughs> I did like the Junior Rogers one year, and uh, I this is when I didn't really give a shit. I didn't really know how to play. And my family, like I said, they own a golf course back uh, in Methuen, so I was playing golf a lot. They all thought I was kind of, uh, you know, probably good because my family was running that. And little did they know I was just catching frogs and turtles out of the ponds and shit. I sucked. And uh, I did the Junior Rogers, and every time off the tee box, I was hitting like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I think oh, I just funny. A movie. Yeah, and I I was probably I, I think I was dead last in the whole entire tournament, but I was hitting it like Happy Gilmore, just having fun. Oh, that's a it's a classic movie. I've never seen it. I'd love to go golf for you sometimes, sir. I think you'd be a fucking riot. I mean, maybe we'll film it just for entertainment purposes, but I don't think I'd be fucking the next. No, right no, now. you're not the guy that's gonna be. Uh, you know, you're not hitting the best ball, but but you're gonna have the best time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll get wasted on there, would you? Do you have any desire to play, Matt? Like, have you ever thought, like, yeah, I'd love to play or no? Absolutely not. I'll spend what about my, top golf? I'll spend my free time in VR. Top golf. You don't got to walk anywhere. You just you eat some appetizers, have some drinks, walk up and tee off at the driving range. Top golf is fun. How about miniature? Minute, yeah. I'm a miniature golf. That's where I, that's where I got my start. That that's fun. I'll do yeah. that. Yeah, miniature <laughs> golf. A little house, a little fucking windmill. Yeah, you fun. Get, yeah. You gotta time it when the thing goes. Tap it in. I heard hockey's a fun, uh, like, I, I'm not a big hockey fan, but I hear they say, no, when you, if you go and see it live, it's one of those, if you're sitting in the arena watching it, it's a totally different energy than watching it at home. See, my take on that is uh, people love, like, the best part about the hockey games is when they fight. They say a lot of times, oh, they're all excited about the fights. I'm like, why don't you just go see some damn fights? Right. That's true. That is true. It is funny, though. It is the one sport where it's acceptable, where they're like, all right, let us give them the, let's let them work it out. And they... We give them this, and then they after they just get tied up and fall to the ice, they break it up. Like you know, and in a soccer game, you see somebody go ah, and then a fucking guy falls down. They get taken out with a stretcher. Yeah, I can't stand that. That uh, the flops, right? In basketball and soccer, the flops yeah. are crazy, man. Because we gotta have a poker face in this shit. It, I, it, I, it's exactly. I guess they gotta be taking some drama lessons too, because they act. They are fucking good actors. They're fucking falling down. Oh, it's fucking. It's such. It's such pussies. I used to play basketball at like the local gym, you know, those little pickup games and stuff. And I just couldn't handle that whole thing. I just stopped doing it because they would almost like instigate like they wanted problems, but they never really did. You know, <laughs> like the boys hold back. Let me get a movie. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Like you mean like where you tap somebody and, uh, and they act like a bulldozer hit them and they fall to, to, to get the foul. Yeah. It really is annoying watching guys, especially when you see in a replay what a dive they took. It really is awful to watch. Can't do it. Some of them don't even hit them, and they just take the dive. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I can't stand that shit. Well, on basketball, it's better than the soccer even because they slide with their shorts. Whenever when they fall backwards, they actually get that little slide going with their shorts, and you're like, what a fucking bullshitter! He didn't even get touched. The celebrations are way better in soccer, though, and the announcing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. You're a, big, you're a big sports guy, though, Calvin, or no? Yeah, I, I try. Honestly, I'm more so locally. Like, I like the. I mean, how can you not be coming from New England, right? I mean, we've been we've been stacked for the last couple decades down there, so very fortunate with that. A lot of duck boats, parades, things like that. Patriots, Celtics, um, yeah, Bruins, Sox. And we, we're spoiled up there in New England, and um, you know we're we're at a little bit of a standstill right now. We, we you know we actually got, I fight, and uh, the pay, the Pats are playing on Saturday. By the time we get out of the the cage, it'll be like the second quarter. We're hoping. Are you able to watch? 
Because I mean, I have always hated Tom Brady, obviously, but he's just, you can't not love watching him play. He's the best to ever play. Are you able to watch him and just enjoy it and be happy for him, even though he's not with you guys anymore? Like, hey, it's good to see him still doing it. Or can does it annoy you to see him? Well, last year, it was great to see him go and still get that championship. How can you not like tip your cap and, and, and show respect for, you know, the GOAT of, of football, man? But this year, I'd be lying if I didn't say I want to see the, the, the Pats come back and win this shit, man. Now I get where you guys are all coming from, all salty-ass Pats fans, Brady haters, man. It's like, you know, the guy just wins, man. It's tough. Every every week, he's just sharing that the, the W post, you know, just winning every week. And, uh, yeah, it's tough to, to not uh, – it's tough to not just show respect, man. The guy, what he's able to do, and then let alone jump and leave his team and just, you know, make it happen again, almost all by himself. It's it's incredible. And he won't come out until Gronkowski gets his fucking bonuses. How much do you love that? He was like, he he actually stayed in the court in the game uh, longer, I think, to get uh, Rob Gronkowski another pass uh, because he got like a half a million dollar bonus or something. Like, what a good egg! Wow, they're screwing our boy Antonio Brown. What's going on over there? Yeah, that's a that's a weird one because if you hear from his point of view, he was hurt and he knew he was hurt. And yeah. if you hear it from their point of view, they're like, no, he just didn't want to go in the game and he was fucking some OnlyFans model. <laughs> we all we all know some teammates uh, to lo- like that, right? Yeah. At the last, um, oh, what did I do? The uh, looking for a fight. I think it's Dana White looking for a fight. It's, I think it's coming out today. But myself and Dean Thomas, we went to the Broncos Stadium, and they, Dean got to do some stuff. So Dean. Was like a kid in the candy store because he's like, ah, dude. I just, I, my myself though, I don't, I just don't give a fuck about sports. I, I wish I did because I see everybody loving it. They yeah. loved it. Like my kids with the city field and the Mets uh, stadium that did that dancing thing for their dance, and then everybody wants to stay for the game. Dude, I got a hot pretzel. I got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> I wish I could like it, but I just don't like it. You can't force yourself to like anything. But can you watch, Matt, can you watch a game if, like, if you're watching the Super Bowl and, like, and you see that it's a close game and you're kind of catching what's happening and it's going back and forth, can you ever get caught up in it then, even if you don't care about the teams? No, really not. I'll watch, like, the best plays of, like, the night or the week where they somebody got – I appreciate it. And I, I like – I don't want to shit on anybody's good time. Like, if I like something, I don't like when somebody's like, ah, that's shitty. I like that people like it. I'm like, oh, but – I just was never into it. So I don't give, I don't really care. So I don't want to be like a damper. I don't go to any Super Bowl parties. And, you know, I don't give a fuck. I don't know who's in it. And so somebody tells me. You're not wrong, man. I mean, Mickey, Man- Mickey Mandel ain't helping you pay your bills, right? <laughs> fuck, man. We saw, we saw Bronx Tale. I'll tell you. But uh, I do love fights. And I do love when there's fights. So I'm like, I'm so looking forward to this. Like, look, this I'm a fan. This weekend, you and Giga fighting. I'm just like, oh, all yeah. day. I'm Hell gonna yeah. oh, it's Saturday. Oh, best sport uh, if you want to call it a sport, but yeah, best best one in the mix. But speaking of that, looking for a fight, man. Uh, like I said, I'm a promoter in New Hampshire, uh, New England, actually area now. And uh, our next event is going to be in Massachusetts, February 24th. It's a Thursday event, and it's going to be at the Encore Casino. We got an Encore Casino out there in uh, Massachusetts now, so. I'm going to have to talk to Dan and you, Dean, try to get you guys out doing the looking for a fight out there, man. It'd be good. They're always looking for heavyweights. Get some heavyweights on there. Get us the next heavyweight. Oh, good to know. I know plenty in New England. You know, it's hard to, that's hard to find. But listen, man. Yeah. I go where they fucking send me. That's what I get. I get a, I get a text. Oh, we're going to fucking, fucking Guam. I'll go anywhere. I got kids. I got to make man. a living. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean, Calvin? I go anywhere. I got kids. Shit, man. Oh, so shit. Much that's- fun. 
Hey, do you think that you guys, one, one of the reasons it's harder to enjoy team sports is because the, 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 the pressure they're under is like, when you look at the risk and what you guys are like for you, it's like, yeah, this guy's trying to kick me in the face. This guy's trying to knock me unconscious. There's no, there's nothing in football. That's the equivalent of that. Even though it's a tough sport, there's nothing in soccer. So it's almost like the risk reward thing for you guys is so much different than it is for them. It's hard to get psyched up for watching what they do. It's tough, man. I mean, a lot of these, these other sports, they could take plays off or, you know, they're not in the full game. It's, and, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways like you could, you could win off somebody else's game winning shot, but I'm um, of course, right. Gather cum- cumulative from, uh, from the, the plays of the game. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, it's just pros and cons to each man. I still have respect for what they do. Um, it, it's just different, you know? All right. Here, what, what is the most crushing sports loss you've ever experienced that wasn't yourself fighting but like what was the most crushing one you've ever had i don't really want to talk about it because it's that crud you know i don't want to bring those moments back up but i mean i will say we were almost one game away from an undefeated season with the patriots i think you guys know what i'm talking about oh yeah that's right that's right yes yeah. super Bowl. I understand. it's all pros and cons like i like to say like you know if they didn't get that setback would tom brady have been that fired up and i think he might talk about it in the man in the arena that thing he came out with um a video on on uh Forget where it's on, but yeah, man in the arena, Tom Brady. I think he talks a little bit about that, but that setback of him losing that game, you know, it, it probably lit the fuel and the fire again inside, and to go out and get a couple more championships, you know. And if he had won that, maybe he'd been more complacent and, and just kind of rode off into the sunset off that undefeated season. But now he got a couple more out of it, you know. It's all perspective, I think, and and, and how you frame it in your mind. But um, it was pretty pretty crazy to see him come back and get a couple more. But isn't it crazy though how how fucking devastating those can be? Like when you watch and you, it, it just it ruined for weeks afterwards. You're fucked up over it. Yeah, and then you don't <laughs> watch Sports Center. It's the only thing they want to play, especially because there's that gap after football where there's really not shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> they just want to keep airing it and airing it. And yeah, I'm surprised how much that game hurt me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand. I I don't watch nearly as much as I did many years ago, but I've had a few of those. And when when they happen, you're like, man, oh man, I'm so happy I don't watch as much anymore because I don't care what happens these days. I got too invested, 100. percent Yeah, you don't want to get too invested with shit. You you can't control. Well, look, man, it was, uh, you have a great fight this Saturday against Giga Jacquesi. Uh, I mean, obviously we, I mean, I, I don't think he should be heavily favored at all. I mean, I think that's, again, like you said, I, I really think that that is uh recency bias. I think that was a great way to put it. Um, you're an extremely exciting fighter and, um, good luck on, uh, on, on Saturday. And, and I really want to see, uh, you get a shot at the, uh, at the belt. I would love to see that. Always good talking to you guys, man. Let me tell you who was looking phenomenal. It was, it caught Olamas in the locker room before you broke his jaw. I was there for that shit. I was there for it. Yeah, Calvin. Yo, let him know, Sarah. Let him know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in <laughs> I'm in but I get hyped up. People, they forget shit. Hey, I got the memory of a fucking goldfish, but I remember that shit. I remember. Yeah. So I remember being in that locker room going, shit, he's looking good. Hell yeah. And, then, you know, and listen, man. I heard he can't even do that same Robert De Niro impersonation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck Listen, man. Yeah, take man, care. Uh, Rob, too. Take care, guys. We'll do. Thank right. you, guys. Both. Take Have care, guys. Good. Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. 
said, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show, streaming May 23rd on BET+. Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. That's where you're lucky not to be like a team sports fan because when something like that happens and, and you do take a... Your team takes a loss. You really do feel it for a long time after. I, you know what it was? My father was never into sports. Yeah, but it's so funny. Like I would always, for the, I was always intrigued by in combat, by yeah. always. Even just like I would have a, like my father would be like, ah, who do you think would win, James Bond or Indiana Jones? Like some weird, and I'm like, ooh, right. we're gonna fight. Well, let me think, man. He's got that. That, that choppy martial arts. I was thinking of Roger Moore, and I'm thinking, yeah. but, you know, Indiana Jones, and he's, he's got the fucking hooks. And the, I, I was always intrigued on like who could best who in, in, in yeah, one on one type of fight. Yeah. Whether it's superheroes or it's, you know, movie stars, I don't know. And here I am now involved yeah. in the combat sports. Jimmy, we're going to yes, talk sir. to Giga soon. What, buddy? Yes, we are. And Giga's got some, he's got momentum. He doesn't know what it's like to lose. Seven and zero in the UFC, um, he has looked absolutely incredible, and and that uh, that Barbosa win was really uh, a good fight. That was a really good fight, and uh, which win? Jacasey. Uh, uh, um, and who do you, who do you beat? Uh, Bar- uh, Barbosa. I think Barbosa. 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 You got me off. I'm like, wait, am I missing a fight here? <laughs> no, no, no. You're just talking about our buddy, the okay. legendary. <laughs> Edson Barboza. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Giga did take him out. Yes, he and did. Not only that, he also took out. I mean, look how great Cub Swanson looked yeah. in his last fight. He never looked better. And may we add, for the people who are not familiar with Giga, that he took him out in the first round. He, he took out Cub Swanson in the first round with a TKO. He's, yeah, man, he's he's really good standing. I mean, yeah, and he's shown good takedown defense. This is interesting. Yeah, there's three, uh, three, uh, three TKO wins in a row, and uh, yeah, like we said, seven and zero in the UFC. He is a fun guy to watch. Um, he's yeah, a really like a Cub win, man. I mean, I mean, people talk about the guys he fought. I mean, Edson and Cub. That's two yeah. quality opponents right there. You know. Yeah, and he actually, I, I and I'm it'd be interested. To, he actually went for a submission uh, against Barboza in, in the. Uh, I think it was the third round that he won. That I should probably look at that. Um, but I, he was going for submissions, um, and then he let Edson up and really nailed him. When he the second he stood up, he he nailed him, and that was the end of the fight. Let me tell you about a a space crime boss like uh like 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 uh, like mobster uh, like show. Yes, called the Book of Boba Fett. You know, I, again, I like the actor so much. You, so you like the actor so much, but you know, you don't want to give it a try. No, Tamara Morrison. 
But, you know, again, I'm sure it's good. He's a very good actor. And I do like Boba Fett. I'm just not... I would watch it for Bill because I love Bill Burr so much. I haven't watched any... Well, just so you know, that's The Mandalorian. So now... Let's but it's not, a Star Wars thing with Boba let's Fett. Let's just not get it twisted. Like what? They say. Well, it's a different... Just because they have helmets that look similar... Same thing. Calling, it's a, it's, it's a different thing. show. Same thing. It's not Jimmy. Now you're being now you I think you're being bad. same thing. They're all Darth Vader's friends. No, That's all. Is Darth Vader in this? Boba Fett. Bo, listen, Boba Fett got out of that saw like pit. Is all I got to tell you. Oh I yeah, don't good thing. Spoiler warning. But he got out of that pit. You thought he was done when he fell in that saw like pit. Oh no. You you that means you haven't read that book. That's just a page in the book. I'll tell you what I want to see, Matt. What I want to see a new series called Jar Jar. And it's based on Jar Jar Binks. That's what I want to see. Because that's who George Lucas is. That's who he is in a nutshell. Jar Jar Binks. What? Once George Lucas went back and he made uh, Greedo uh, shoot first, you knew he was I mean, that was the big, that's what made Han Solo the coolest. That's what yep. made him. Because he's a badass gangster. Yes, he's he a is. smuggler. He's not, dude, he doesn't take it. Oh, you're going to get me over my dead body. Oh, that's the idea, Greedo saying. Yeah. Really? I don't think so. You see him under the table, take the gun out, Han Solo. And what is Greedo, the worst shot in fucking... Uh... It was so cheesy, such cheese dick. We got to make Han the hero. What? Got to make Han Solo the hero. So fucking annoying. It is annoying, Jimmy. We're not, we're not going to get to the bottom of that. That, that ship has sailed. But uh, those, those Star Wars movies, I'm living off the... Uh, I enjoy the, uh, the series now. Whether the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, I'm looking forward to the Obi Wan series. I got back into Into the Badlands. I, I delved back into that. One of our fans hit me up and said, "How come you're not watching that?" And I go, "You know what? I was watching that. I I delved back into that." But I, I went back. <laughs> you say what? No, no, no. What? What? Uh, you said you got out of Badlands, and you say you got into something else. I got back into Badlands. Let's do some picks, Jimmy. Okay. Let's do some picks while we're waiting for. Uh, mm. Giga, oh come on, man! It's okay to do some picks. Uh, you know, well, you don't want to. I do. Oh, we won't do the main event yet. I'm debating. Well, there is no co-main event. I mean, I don't know what they've done with the co-main event. I don't know if we have anything for the co-main event. Listen, just tell me you don't want to do picks. Uh, it's not uh, Michelle uh, Michelle Pereira and uh, uh, Andre uh, Fialo is not happening due to COVID protocols. They got pushed. I want to say to uh, was it two seventy. Uh, I could be wrong. It might be 272. I read it already, and I just don't remember because I'm an idiot. And it's um, it just happened a few hours ago. Yeah, well, listen, man. All I know is all I know is I don't want to do the main event right now. You know, tell me about you, Jimmy. How you been? What's going I'm on? I'm good, man. I just want to see when that fight was moved to. Yeah, uh, I want to know about about you. What are you? You've been doing your shows. I'm, isn't it upsetting about Bob Saget? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he, a little bit about that. Yeah, he was a really, really good guy. And uh, I knew Bob fairly well. And he was always very, very uh, good to me and, and, and a really sweet guy. It's, uh, but, but I'll say this, Matt. Right. They don't know what happened yet, but it, his bags were packed by the front door. He's on in the, the Rich Carlton on the road. And after, I'm like, as much as it sucks for his family and his friend, if you're Bob, that's a pretty fucking good way to go out. Killer show, two hour show. Yeah. You're laying in a bed in the Ritz and like you fall asleep and that's the end of it. Like that's a pretty peaceful way to go. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about this a little bit with Brian Simpson yesterday, uh, the other day. 
I forgot. We didn't. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, we did discuss it. Yeah, because he's like, I just don't want to die in a hotel. Yeah, you're right. We did. I thought that's fine. I don't. I'm not trying to bring us down, but it's so weird because I listen. I listen to weird stuff when I'm driving. So I was listening to Bob Saget remembering Norm Macdonald, and it was very sweet. It was very sweet. And then you're like, shit, man. Now he's gone, Jimmy. We're losing people. That was my last communication with Bob Uh, after Norm died. We texted. And um, oh, wow. that was the last time I talked to Bob. Yeah, a very that sweet wasn't message. Ago, Jimmy. No, no, a couple months. That's so crazy. Jimmy, we got to enjoy every every day, Jimmy. What's the expression I heard? It was a singer and he was on Letterman. And I think he said, it was some paraphrasing, but it was something along the lines of enjoy every sandwich or something like that. But that was the theme of it. Enjoy every sandwich. And it makes a lot of sense. Just like don't take for granted that you're going to have a lot more of these because you might not. It is true, and it might be profound, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not a sandwich guy. That's probably it, and, and I immediately said, but what about the carbs? And people are like, ah, that's the spirit of it, Jim. Talk about these specific. Hey, listen to me. Not that the timing is wrong. I think it's oh, yeah. perfectly right. Giga is ready. Yes, Giga Jacasey. Are you sure we don't want to talk about death anymore? Yeah, well, you know, it's okay to chat about it for a moment. Come on, man. Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. You can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dangerous joy. How you doing, man? How are you? How are you, Giga? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. I wanted to ask you too. I uh, in, in that that Barboza win was so impressive, and there was a, a point in the third when uh, you were both down, and it looks like you were going for a choke. W- were you kind of just trying to position him so you could get back up, or were, there, were you actually like really going for a submission? And were you close to getting that submission? Uh, I was going to finish him with submission, but then. Uh... Kind of changed mind because this guy's a striker. We've been pretty much fighting for the who would be the striking king in UFC. And then I was like, fuck it, I have to knock him up and just let it go and give him a little three piece. When you for how old were you when you threw your first punch? You got started really early with the striking? Yes, I was four years old when I started karate. Wow. All right. So that was karate. And then wh- where did you go from there? At four years old, you did karate. Uh, then when I was five, I saw the first uh, UFC. And uh, uh, when Royce won the tournament in yeah. 1993, I clearly remember how my, me and my dad, we went in a store and rented the videotape, you know, to watch it. Ah. So after that, uh, since he was in a gi, 
you know, he was competing with the gi and in karate, you train with the kimono, which is the same, right? So I thought that it was my future and I was a big fan of UFC. And um, just uh, since then, I've been dreaming about UFC championship, you know. And then afterwards, I've been staying in karate for a long time. I got my world championship multiple times, European championship multiple times. Uh, then I moved in Netherlands and started kickboxing. I lived there for seven years in the best Dutch kickboxing schools. I trained in Golden Glory first two years. For the second two years, I trained in Mike's gym in Amsterdam. And three years training in Vos gym. It's uh, one of the pioneer Dutch kickboxing school. And competing in kickboxing, yeah. And you, you and Alexander uh, Volkanovsky went back and forth a little bit. And um, you, you felt, he said, hey, no disrespect, but you felt like he was being a little bit disrespectful. But I wanted to say that, like, the way you kind of go about that, you, you have, I think, a champion mindset. Um, you know what I mean? You feel that you should be fighting for the title very soon, and, and you seem like you have a, a champion's mentality. I've been champion in karate. I've been champion in uh, kickboxing, world titles and stuff. So uh, I'm on a roll here. I'm nine winning streaks. Uh, have a seven out of seven. I have seven win in UFC. What, what else can stop me? You know, like that's what you dream. I'm a missionary from Georgia to get uh, the gold in Georgia, and uh, I've been putting the uh, all my life the hard this work, and uh, I believe I deserve it. So how can you choose the and give a title shot to the guy who has? from his last seven fight four three record when I'm standing here seven and oh and fighting this week and gonna become eight and also this is it this is what we need we need to hear Giga talking like this that's the problem Giga's a very nice guy just like Marab these Georgians are sweethearts but they're freaking warriors we need you to get a little let them hear it brother let them hear it you're a nice guy but not in the cage man I'm with you if this is what it takes, hey, brother, we are crazy in Georgia, you know? We just we just barely uh, started to speak English and it's getting better. I'm going to show you my crazy face like you never have seen the crazy face like that. <laughs> I love it, man. Listen, the most important thing is, first of all, your English is fine. It's yeah. what you're doing in the cage. I mean, look, I mean, Edson Barboza, not only that, look at how good. Brother, Cub Swanson. I was about to say yes, but look at Cub Swanson's last performance. He looked phenomenal. People are like, "Whoa!" And then look what you did, Giga. I mean, this is what people got to talk about. Calvin Cater, when he fought Max Holloway, did you watch that? I commented uh, in Georgia live on this fight. The commentary. Oh, you did. What's your thoughts on this fight? Oh, uh, was not just his day, you know. He's a uh, Kelvin Cater, I believe he's a strongest strongest opponent I faced ever. Uh, tough guy. He can take punches. He can throw the heavy hands. Uh, but that day he was not his day. You know, he's starting wrongly. He's uh, very um, easy to read on the high level, like Max. And uh, for me, uh, for probably Zabit. Uh, I mean, Zabit had his time when his cardio leg last third round but um, yeah so it's easy to read his what he's gonna do you know ah. for me even he has his nice feints 
I'm doing this thing since I was a six-year-old, you know. It's not going to work against me. So I feel like this working against the guys like uh, coming from the wrestling backgrounds maybe. But when you are the striker and when you are the expert in the striking, this is all you know, like five plus five is a 10. Five times five is 25. You know, it's like easy task. But uh, as a chin, this guy has a very strong chin. He's a tough guy, durable. I know he's hungry to come back in the better uh, better uh, out, out for, uh, performance he wants to put because he's coming from such a big kind of losing fight. I mean, everybody has talked about this fight, right? But yeah, I know he's going to be in his best shape. But for me, I know I, uh, there is a reason why I'm ninja and I know I'm going to be in this fight in ninja as well. And what happened when you spoke to... Uh... Dana, I know you talked to Dana about title aspirations, and uh, he was encouraging to you, right? Yeah, I mean, I went there straight, like we met in, at PI, and I told him that, hey, what's going on, uh, Dan, brother, for this news? And he is like, we'll see what happens. You are right there. So he told me a couple of good words, and after next day, we see that they announced this. Um, was, I don't know if it's official or not, because some of the portals... Uh, announcing uh, some people are pushing this fight but i believe when i knock kelvin cater out then i'm next do you know who the co-main is because uh uh fialho and uh, uh pereira has been moved uh do you do you know anything about the uh, the co-main or is it, is it chukagian and uh maya i think that's a coming it is they did move that up okay yeah we yes we haven't gotten exactly the official word yet so we're just kind of fishing around giga don't give a shit about that but he might know. He's gonna go fight. <laughs> Look, he's got Calvin Cater. He's thinking about. <laughs> Great, Jimmy. But you still might. I'm sure you've heard though. Like, you know, people would tell you what's going on probably before they tell us. Yeah, it is about the prelims now. Yeah, I would like to know who's opening the prelims. Do you know? By the way, what airline is Caitlin flying? I'm gonna ask all the travel. <laughs> hey, man. And I'm impressed with you, man. You guys can't, you're not easy to get to the floor, man. I like your wizards, your underhooks. You look like you put a lot of time into your grappling, even though we're not seeing a ton of it because you're a lot of it stand. I come from the wrestling family. You know, my dad used to be the judo wrestler. He was like an Olympic level from Soviet Union. And then his whole family was wrestlers from the uh, free, freestyle wrestlers. So all my cousins, all my family, they wrestle. So the, the reason why I didn't go in wrestling, because I was a skinny and all of my fam, fucking family said that, oh, this guy will never going to be a wrestler. Put him in there somewhere like the soccer or something. I was mad and this madman started, uh, made the little kid started karate. And that's where I am standing right now. That is hysterical. That's so funny. Is, is, you, is your father still with us? Is he still? My father flies uh, today and he will be... Uh, in the building, uh, the fight, yeah. How proud is he? I, I mean, I'm sure he's over the moon, but he went with you. You guys rented the VHS tape of the Hoist Gracie. Now look at you. He must just, it must be unreal. It is unreal for him, man. Like, him, he tra tragically uh, stopped his career because of the both knees in knee injury. He was like one of the... Uh, 
biggest name, uh, up and coming judo wrestler in Soviet Union when he was 20. And uh, his both knee, uh, he got ACL surgeries and he was walking with the, with the crutches for two years, you know, that's how he retired from the sport. And uh, since I was a kid, he put a hard work in me. He was coming, uh, he was taking me on a training every single day. He never missed my training. When I become a world champion in karate, that he was there. When I become world champion in kickboxing, he was standing there. Now we're here. That's beautiful, man. That's great. That's inspiring. Yeah. And did he know when, when you said he was on crutches for a while, did he know that he was going to have to retire or was it something he was hoping he'd still be able to fight? And then as it went on, realized that he wouldn't be able yeah, to try to go back. But uh, he said that uh, everybody who I was better before they were uh, better than me. And uh, it, it put in and my, my knees were not working every single time I train. Next day I had my knees were swollen and he was, he was not happy about things were going on. And when I, when he was 23, I was born. Uh, and uh, we have a video, he standing in in front of hospital, holding myself and saying that here was born Giga Chikadze, world champion in fighting. I can send you guys this video, it's a pretty cool video. That's awesome, yeah. That is awesome. And if you win this fight, you're definitely uh, in the mix for getting a, a title shot because, uh, I mean, I know Calvin is also uh, in the mix, so... Good luck on Saturday. Uh, we just talked to, to Calvin, and uh, this is a great, great main event, and there are huge title implications to this. So good luck, man. I hope you have a great fight. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And also, Matt, thank you for supporting my boy, Merab, and uh, talking highly about Georgia. Of course, dude. Of course, Giga. Thanks, man. Thanks, Giga. Good talking to you. Uh, it's going to be great. I mean, listen. That's a great fight, man. Jimmy, I don't even know what to say about this fight. It's so yeah. It I, I not only I hate picking against someone because I like them so much. Yeah, I know I do too. It's it's harder. It was easier when I didn't know any of these guys or I hadn't spoken to any of them. Because even though if, even if you choose one guy to win, you're not picking against another guy because you don't like him or respect him. But you still you know if they prove you're wrong, it, it's great because you love that too. Yeah. Kiga, it, what I wanted to hear when he was watching. The, the Max Holloway fight versus uh, Calvin Cater is what I, what I wanted to hear from him is what I heard from him. He's seeing it. He's seeing it. He's seeing it. He's seeing it. He's seeing what's coming. He's recognizing the feints and he's not saying it cocky. He's saying it right. like if I'm saying, all right, I see this guy's passing the guard. He's looking for Kimura. He did that more than once. Like I'd be like, all right, look, I recognize it. He recognizes what's going on. The only thing that could put you at danger with that is I would think would, the, would be the small gloves where even if he could outclass somebody in a kickboxing match with these small gloves, with the power of a Calvin Cater, one gets through. It, could, it doesn't matter if you're a better kickboxer, that one could be the equivalent of your three if they don't land right. But he's so he's sophisticated standing up. Right. And he's taking out guys like Edson Barboza and guys like um, Cub Swanson who aren't exactly green. You know what I mean? Right. They're not only expert strikers, but they're extra expert strikers with very high fight IQ. So yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy night. Yeah, I do too. And, uh, and Caitlin and, uh, and Jennifer Maya is a good co-main, a uh, main event as well. The whole card is really good. 
Um, but this main event is just incredible. And I'm, I hated these couple of weeks off. It was really annoying. Did you know that it's official now that Kobe Covington versus Masvidal is the new main event for uh, UFC 272? 272, yeah. That's a T-Mobile arena in, in Vegas. That's wild, man. That's wild. I want to see that one. Yeah, me and you both. Me and you both. That's a great fight. Um, and, and, and I get all nervous now with, with the rumors that uh, – well, not the rumors, but it was mentioned that we, we didn't know if uh, Isn't Ghanu going to be – and uh, Cyril Ghan. I mean, that's obviously happening, but I, I had a little bit of a – You know what's not really happening? That people never heard the song, I Heard a Rumor by Banana Rama. That's not that, – that, that should, they should hear that song. Why? Should, why? Because it goes like this. I heard a rumor. Ooh, ooh. I heard a rumor. They say you have a broken heart. My bird. I threw the mind. <laughs> I just. I don't I, like that you threw me in. <laughs> that little. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I don't like <laughs> that you threw me in there. That's not right. I don't want to be a part of that song. You're not a part of this song, Jimmy. I ad lib that. Not All right, listen, it. man. Uh, we don't have to do picks. So we do a picks. No, nah, I don't care. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. We can, but then I'll feel, I don't know. There's times I feel like doing it. There's times I don't. I 100% agree. And by the way. We don't have a co-main event, so we can't do it. Yeah, well, we do. I mean, Kagi and Jennifer Maya, I guess, is is, is it. But um, I, I want to say that uh, I, I'm looking over this card for uh, 271. Uh, Adesanya Whitaker uh, 2. Is, is, I'm looking forward to that fight a lot. But man, that co-main. Uh, fucking Cannoneer against Brunson. Oh, am I excited about that fight? Brunson? Yeah. Or should I say blonde? Bro? Hey, if I was his opponent, I would try to get my get that, get a hold of that hair dye or, or shave his head in his sleep, do something. Because don't fuck with the blonde, blonde Brunson. He's a different animal. Five-fight win streak. Yeah, he's on a five-fight win streak right now. And his last... Uh, Dude, Giga's on seventh fight, man, and nine fight, but without yeah. seventh fight in the. All right, listen, Jimmy. I mean, listen. This is what I want to say. The fights are on this weekend. Uh, Kata versus Jacazi. Yeah. What time is it on? Um, well, let me check. I closed my prep sheet right well, now. I'll tell you right now, Jimmy. What the uh, prelims start on ESPN Plus at four p.m. Okay. and the main card starts at the end. Play. What? On ESPN, say it. 7 o'clock p.m. No, I fucked it up because I right. try to be a big shot and do the plug. All right, you're good. Don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. That was just a really humiliating one publicly. So what? We all make a little error once in a while. I, I asked uh, Giga Jacasey who the co-main was. I just thought maybe he heard. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck what you were talking about. No, he, he didn't care. He's a nice guy. He's very nice dude, yeah. And he's fun to watch, too. Both of those guys are fun to watch. Uh and it's got like I don't care what anybody says. If you're fighting a guy like Calvin Cater and you see what he with with uh, withstood from Holloway, you have to know that no matter what you do to this guy, he's going to be hard to put away. You I'm have to know. I'll, just for the fans' sake, I'll make this one prediction on that fight. I'm not going to say who's going to lose with that, but I say who will win with that fight. Okay. The fans. Matt, what a way to look at it, <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, what do you want to play? We had what, do I, what do I want to plug my ears? My ears after that. Uh, <laughs> I want to fuck. Uh, let's see. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm lightheaded, Jimmy. I'm finally coming to Washington, D.C. at the end of April. 
And I'm also coming to San Francisco, the 20th to 26th. Tickets are on sale tomorrow. Right now, the pre-sale is happening front row is the password. And if not, just wait till tomorrow, San Francisco, uh, March 25th, 26th. And then, uh, finally coming back to DC, bunch of gigs. I'm on the road again. So hopefully people come see me. Hey man, I love you. Sarah, love BJJ. You, Sarah, BJ, Sarah, BJJ.com. If you want a fucking jujitsu lesson and you live yeah. in Long Island, but other than that, you might want a t-shirt. You might want a Kimura Savage mug. I don't have those, but I probably, I'll probably get them in. You should. Jimmy, I'm also on Cameo, Matt Sarah. Good. I like to have a good time, man. You know, know that. You Jimmy, I will talk to you over the weekend. I cannot wait for the fights. I can't either. I really can't. And and then and then, and then we got um, Ngannou gone uh, next week after that. So it's like, oh, things, really? yeah, I think that's, I believe that's in the, I don't know why I keep doubting myself when I know this stuff. I look it up and I. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I, let one, me. One let, more thing. Sure. The new, the new episode of Dana White looking for a fight is out. Where do you guys go? What? Where we do you guys? Colorado. Oh, right. Okay, that's where Dean uh, went to the uh, to Bron- where the Broncos. Yeah, played. we did some crazy stuff out there. We have fun. I almost act like almost too much of an imbecile, but you know, I feel like I do it for the camera. But it really is just me, Jimmy. Yeah, it's you having fun. Everybody, check out and listen to me. It's only, I don't know how long the episode, it's not that long. I, Jimmy, I'm telling you right now, I sat through that fucking Irishman. I got through, I got through your part in the Irishman. Thank and you. then I shut it off. But listen to me. Okay, watch the show. Watch. Dana White looking for a fight, you fuck. Oh, I think you meant to watch the Irishman again. Yeah, of course oh. I will. All right, Jimmy. Listen, I can't stay mad at you. I love you, buddy. <laughs> we'll talk over the weekend. Bye, pal. Bye, buddy. Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. Dad, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.